0: This is Grit, a show formerly known as Quid. It's all about change, the challenges of improving your career, making tough decisions, and hopefully starting something awesome. You can call in live to the show, assuming that you got the push notification, which you didn't because that's broken. <laughs> but it, pretend that you got the push notification and then call in. The number to dial is 512-518-5714. Again, 512 518 57 I'm Dan Benjamin.
1: I'm Hattie Cook.
0: Joining me here in the, in the studio on this Friday, November 21st, 2014, for our 60th episode.
1: Over the Hill.
0: Over the Hill. <laughs> Time to retire this show, I think. <laughs>
1: the
0: show is getting old. They're saying they get, some people got a push notification, but I, I did not get one. So who knows? It's on Urban Airship. And Urban Airship, as you know, is... Sunsetting their, uh, their offering, their service. And uh, we're looking for an alternative. And we talked to some people. And you know what? It's funny because I'm always a little bit surprised if somebody has not heard of 5 by 5 if they're in what I would call the geek. A lot of people in the chat room are geek saying. or uh, geek
1: entertainment. Uh,
0: geek entertainment space. A lot of people in the chat room are saying they got to push notifications. Okay,
1: Okay. Good. That's good. Good. We'd rather it be that than I don't have. No one got one.
0: Correct. Anyway, and it's not because I'm so egotistical to think that everybody in the whole world has heard about five by five, but because of all the great shows on on five (laughs) by five over the years, um, and because we've been doing it for so long, it's not like I'm like, oh my god, you haven't heard of us. It's more like (laughs) that's interesting. Why haven't they heard of us? How how is it that they haven't? How is it that I could reach whatever demographic they were in? And I'll give you an example, uh, somebody who is a Ruby on Rails developer, uh, who has been a Ruby on Rails developer for more than five years, who works at a cool startup in San Francisco. You would think that if for no other reason, and then you ask them, well, do you listen to podcasts? I say, yeah, I listen to some. And they listen to tech podcasts and things like that. Right. What's interesting is, uh, you know, the Ruby on Rails podcast, we, we are home to the Ruby on the official, the official Ruby on rails podcast lives here on five by five. You would think that that person might have, might've have heard of that. And it's, it's not like I take it like what a, what an idiot you don't know about five by five or we're so awesome. <laughs> You've been but, living
1: under a rock. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or that everybody in the world knows about five by five. How can you not? We're so awesome. We do all the best stuff. It's more that, okay, it's this is interesting because yeah, what, what is it that we're not doing that made you not, you know i i take it I take it back to to me and to us and to say we 're not doing something right if this Ruby on Rails developer doesn 't know about the Ruby on Rails podcast right. on Five by five what could I be doing more and so this this leads me to one topic that I had and by the way, thanks to everybody on Twitter who 's been suggesting uh, topics i 'm going to try to get to all of them uh, i 'm going to try hard one of the things though that this leads me to is there 's been a lot of discussion in the uh, in the in, in in the podcasting world recently about places like uh, uh, the fact that Spotify has announced that they're going to be including in some way podcasts into the Spotify app. When I hear about something like this, boy, I'll tell you what I get. This is exactly the kind of thing that I want. I, I get very excited when I hear about this kind of thing. Because... I want as many people as possible to hear our shows, you know? Me too. That, am I keeping you from. you in the mm-hmm.
1: I was looking at what you were doing.
0: See, don't look at that.
1: I know. I feel like I should unplug the turn, screen. Just turn it
0: off. Yeah.
1: There. Which, element of mystery. See, now
0: I can. She's watching. We've got an extra screen set up here. So That's that nice now. To me. So that there's two different. <laughs> I don't want to get into how the studio looks. I want to be this surprised. The, right.
1: It's not. Because next week
0: we start our our other things. Which, <laughs>
1: I'm so excited. Me too. I'm excited too. See
0: now, if you had been looking at the screen, that would not have been a surprise. That sound, right? But what I've done is I've set up a second command control center that uh, so that everything in the studio, engineering wise, could be controlled by this the, the desk that uh, Hattie is currently in. The, what you could call the either the engineer seat or the co host seat or whatever you want to call it, and. She can now see, like if I'm going to play a sound, sound. she so she's watching 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 what I'm doing. I don't like that.
1: I like the element of (coughs) mystery. (laughs) It makes me laugh.
0: Yeah. So, a lot of this conversation has focused on, oh my gosh, what kind of terrible thing is Spotify going to do to podcasts? And people were very upset about the fact that they because I think people uh, feel that uh, somehow Spotify and I think you can include in this Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and uh, TuneIn.
1: TuneIn, yeah, that was the one I was going to say.
0: As uh, as evil entity, I do not define them this way. To be clear, they they can be. They're often referred to as evil entities <laughs> because they are taking to- uh, topic right title. I mean. Uh, because they are, they are taking this content that is not, uh, I guess not theirs and they're doing something to it and with it and they're changing. Well, generally speaking, the agreements and and we're involved with a bunch of these and I'll tell you more about that and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why you're, uh, you're probably crazy if you're not doing it too as a podcaster. Uh, but these companies... Who have millions and millions and millions of users, and uh, you know, users of their listeners. Listeners, Um, these folks are. They they send you an agreement. The agreement says we're gonna we want to take your content and we want to syndicate your content. Essentially, we want to put your content out. Maybe it's mixed in with tons of other content. Maybe there is a channel for you. Who knows? But we want to put your content on our uh, in in our app, in our system, on our website. Streaming out to all of our listeners if they want it, and to anybody in the entertainment industry. And by the way, uh, Jordan Cooper, I got to credit him for bringing this up. This is great because he and I were having a, a private, uh, personal man conversation about this. He pointed out. He said, "What all these people," and he did a video on this. "What all these people, except for a few of us," and uh, Jordan is—he's a stand-up comic. He says. They don't realize it, but we're in the entertainment business. We may be talking about Apple computers, right? We may be talking about careers. We may be talking about headlights, whatever. But we're entertainers. We are in the entertainment business. And look at that. Somebody like Adam Curry certainly knows that. Somebody like Leo Laporte absolutely knows that. And I absolutely know that. And I think anybody who's out there... Uh, sitting there thinking that, that they are doing anything but creating entertainment content. They they are, uh, to quote uh, Ed Rooney, sorely mistaken.
1: Mm-hmm. There is a difference between I have a podcast, I'm just turning on my microphone and speaking into it and saying my opinions. But there's there's way more to that. Yeah, there is way more to that. It's like the difference between that. making a home video and Hosting The Tonight Show, I think. Nine times.
0: <laughs> and because of what you're saying, Addie, because that is so true, that I think people often uh, get a, a little confused about this. Go and ask uh, any actor, would you, if the actor went to you and said, I, I would like you to see my movie. If you went to any actor and said, would you, would you want more people to see your movie? They would say, yes, I, I want more people to see my movie. Would you, would you want them to see it uh, if they downloaded it illegally? Well, the answer is probably still yes. Yep. Because they would still rather you see the movie than not see the movie because there is a tr- tremendous halo effect. If you see an actor in a movie and they're great, there's a better chance that you will want to see that actor in the next. And I understand, Hattie, that actor is uh, used for both men and women. Yes, Correct. You're going to want to see that actor more in the next movie. Oh, I saw that movie with with her in it. She was great. She's in a new movie. You know what? I'm going to take my girlfriend to go see that movie. I'm going to take my kids to go see that movie because the person who in the voice of the guy was also the voice in this other. It was great. See, it leads to that. And the end result is, obviously, uh, you want as many people as possible to see or hear or be part of this thing that we're making and anything that I can do that will put these shows in front of a bigger audience, I'm inclined to at least want to talk about doing it, at least look at doing it, at least consider doing it and I'll tell you why Uh, it's, it's such a challenge to build a show's audience, it's such a challenge to grow an audience. All shows hit a certain peak. Maybe the peak is 5 million, maybe it's 5,000, maybe it's 500, right? It's so hard to get that show in, in front of a bigger audience. And, and that's why rating shows in iTunes is so vital. Yeah. The, the show that I've been doing, the, the Daily News Show, you've done a few episodes of it too. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've done a few together. That show, uh, it's it's a five-minute tech news show. That's the name of it. And that show... We work very hard on it. I've got a, a a writer who helps write it and find links, and and he's doing a great job. Josh Centers, and it's like, you know, we're we're putting a lot into that show, even though it's only five minutes. Like, I really want it to be successful, but unless people start rating to the show, and it has to be on iTunes because right. all of the podcatchers out there, which is the worst name in the world, but podcast apps, how's that? <laughs> all the podcast apps out there are in one way or another scraping iTunes and using iTunes yeah. rankings in order to figure out what they should be showing to their users. So at the end of the day, one of the best ways, if, if you don't want to support us financially by going to Patreon, which is fine, please rate the show on iTunes. Like I say yeah. that at the end of every show, it makes such a big difference. It, it, it's it, You can't even... You can't even get a show going unless unless it get, people go and start rating it. At yeah, times.
1: and when it's featured and things like that, that that can be so helpful. It really, really can.
0: It, it's a, it's critical. So the more, and, and uh, you know, here's uh, Cybolt, says more people listening equals more influence as well as more sponsorships. This is all true. Yep. So anything that I can do to put my show or all of the shows, all the great shows <laughs> out there In as many places as possible. Now, here's what these sites typically will absolutely not do, whether it's Spotify or Stitcher or whatever. They will not put their ads over the show that you've recorded. In other words, if we record a 60-minute show, show, your show is preserved. You did a 60-minute show. It's going to be a 60-minute show. You have ads during your show. The ads are going to play during the show. And that's in an agreement that you sign a contract (laughs) that you sign he Finally saw The Shining. By the way,
1: yeah, I loved it.
0: So, all of this works to the benefit of saying our shows, yeah, with with their integrity intact, are going to be going out to a much 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 bigger audience. For example, uh, iHeart iHeart Radio has fifty million users. I don't know if that's a number of fifty million using it every day. Or just they have 50 million. I believe it's active users.
1: That's pretty big. But I'll
0: tell you what. What if it's 5 million active users? Still a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay, TuneIn also advertises themselves as having uh, 50 million users. What if it's only three? Well, guess what? That's 8 million more people who can Trying to find something to listen to. Who can potentially find this show or the news or uh, Back to Work or Mac Power users or Supercharged or whatever. I want those listeners to find out about the show because as soon as they find out about the show, they're going to say, hmm, that was a cool show. I didn't know existed. Maybe I'll listen to another episode. Maybe I'll subscribe to it.
1: Maybe I'll see what other shows that they have on their network or that are similar. Yeah.
0: There is no way to overestimate the value of a single user. Here's a little story. I had a user who worked for a Fortune 500 tech company just a regular old listener listening to one of our shows. And we had a sponsor on that show. And the sponsor of the show uh, was an app development company. They build, app, build, build and built apps and websites. And that, uh, that listener happened to hear their spot on one of our shows and went and talked to the higher-ups in their company and said, we should hire that app development company to build our app. That app development company got a multi-million dollar contract out of that, from listening to that sponsorship on that one episode of that yep. one show. And they told us about it later and they basically said, listen, we we owe you, thanks. I'm like, why? Like, well, this is what happened. I said, well, you guys bought the spot. I right. mean, yeah, we did like the best read in the business, duh, but. Your, your spot worked? Your spot worked, <laughs> right? And all the advertising that they did before and after that. Almost didn't matter because they got such a great thing. Now, is that typical? Actually, I think it might be kind of typical. Yeah. Because you never know who your listeners are. Right. So case in point, I want as many listeners to find out about the shows and to listen as I can possibly get. Because of things like that and because, listen, we're doing – this is the entertainment business. We want to have – uh, the the best shows we can possibly make most entertaining and- in front of the biggest audience possible. Yep. So here's what these places and I think Stitcher does this. I know I know Spotify will do this. I know that uh, iHeart uh, Radio does this. They will put an ad before and after the shows. And that you may be having your show stream. It may be someone else's shows that you're mixed into. You someone who makes a custom tech channel which is going to have this show from you and this show from Tom Merritt and this show from Leo Laporte mm-hmm. and you know whatever but uh it'll all be mixed together and then in between them you'll hear a uh, you'll hear a, a a commercial and there are people who are like I don't I don't want them inserting ads into well first of all they're not inserting ads right. in, into your content it's before and after your content but second of all it's
1: just like on YouTube it's just those bumper ads right. kind of thing
0: i i am more than happy to trade that to say you know what they are going to put ads before and after my content i'm okay with it you know why 50 million new listeners.
1: Right. Or 100 million new
0: listeners or whatever or five or three or 100,000 or 10,000. Well,
1: Also, where are you able to get out of those kind of ads anyway nowadays?
0: Well, if you just were to – if you were to download podcasts right to your podcast app, you would not have ads put in between them.
1: A lot of people I know also use our heart radio to stream, you know – Radio stations. Yeah, I especially do. Especially from around the I world. I do the sports too. one all the time. So if I'm going to have all my radio stations in that app, why not also have my podcasts in there? So right. it just it just makes sense. It's kind of unifying everything in one place for people that use Spotify as their main source of entertainment or whatever. Oh yeah.
0: No, I mean I would. I, and the other thing is, I use Spotify so much mm-hmm. for playing music and everything else now. That if it had podcast, uh, uh, you know, subscriptions in it and it was easy to use, I I would use that always in my car.
1: Right. I want the option to stream any kind of entertainment that I can that I can get in every service. That's my goal. (laughs)
0: Totally. And so anyway, long story short, I just I'm completely confused as to why uh, uh, people are, are opposed to to getting their shows out in front of. Uh, more people. I mean, explain it to me. I Explain it to me if, if you can't call into the show today. That's fine. Explain it to me on Twitter. I'm at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Yeah. Is it
1: like selling out or like what What do you think? Tell I'm us. I'm just saying, I would, I would very
0: us. much like, yeah, you can call up if you want to call up the show. If you're listening live now, it's uh, maybe we'll take some calls. 512 518 5714 is the number to dial. 512 518 5714. Or hit me up on Twitter. I'm I'm very curious to hear, you know, what, what it is that I'm missing because I want as many new listeners, uh, as many listeners period, uh, as I can get. It just, it, it seems like the smart thing to do and people are so skeptical of it. People are so skeptical of it. I know they are. They're just, oh, oh, I forgot to take the thing on the other.
1: You're on the air. All right. <laughs>
0: You should see the new interface for the Ansible. It's gorgeous. Really? Did I show it to you? No. Seen it? Should I turn look my... at it now. Just look at this. Look at that.
1: Oh I love that. That's so much easier And Somebody to...
0: somebody was on hold for three minutes and they just hung up. They you didn't know like what, what you were saying. Yeah, they they're too they're too chicken to come and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> three minutes. There's one person one person on hold here for, for twenty one minutes already. They're true this fans. person couldn't hold on for three minutes? Why is this not on the right thing? Someone, I swear, someone comes in here and changes stuff. Let me tell you about our sponsor. First sponsor today, it's Harry's. And at the top of this paper, it says Harry's for November. Has a specific. This is a specific thing. Did you know, Hattie, did you know the month of Movember?
1: I know about Movember. Is upon us. This, you'll start to see everyone's, uh, all the men's facial hair, starting to either, A, grow a mustache or beard or anything else. Uh, some people just do the, like, I'm just going to let it all grow out and just see what happens at the end of November. Other other people, you know, are like, I'm going for this one specific kind of mustache and they'll groom it into, like, this beautiful thing.
0: You are very, I've noticed that you comment before a lot on uh, on, on mustaches. It seems to be a a thing. It's just because
1: there's so many in yeah. Austin.
0: Beards, though, here.
1: That's a beard. You'd think that would be too hot. So
0: here's something I, I just want to clarify. A mustache is not, to me, if you have a beard, you have a beard. Yeah. And like I've seen people come up for Movember, the M replacing the N for mustache, and they'll grow a whole beard and I'll be like, oh, you're growing a beard. Well, it's for Movember. I'm like, no, that's a mustache. That's a separate thing.
1: I think you can do both. Though. No, you,
0: No, because then you say, oh, I'm growing a beard.
1: Or you're just growing out all of your facial hair, even your eyebrows. But, th-
0: but that's not what this is about. What this is about
1: it's crafting is crafting the mustache,
0: creating a mustache. And if you look up what a mustache is, it's it, it's it's not a whole beard. It's it's um it's a mustache. It's just the part. This it's part It's just
1: on your upper right. lip.
0: So you can't say, "Well, I'm growing a mustache." Well, yeah, but it's part of the beard that's it's covering a your goatee, entire face. A
1: mustache or a beard? Okay,
0: uh, a g- or, my under- or a hybrid. I believe that people and I recommend against goatees. But I believe that people consider the thing that's the mustache and then this part here under your chin and and back around, right? I believe that people consider that to be a goatee when, in fact, I actually think a goatee is just the the bottom part, the little goat beard.
1: Oh, yeah. You see what I'm
0: saying? I think if you were to look up goatee. Anyway, it's the month of November. And uh, a lot of people are growing out mustaches. Well, harrys.com is the official razor partner of Movember. That's awesome. And they will be there for you for the entire month. Whether or not you grow out a mustache, they can get you an amazing shave and do good by supporting Movember's quest to fund research on important men's health issues. You know, uh, there there is surprisingly little support for for all of these men's health issues that, uh, that, that, that they're stepping up to and, and helping. So this is really great. Uh Harry's dot com was started by two guys, same folks that started Warby Parker, the glasses That's that I That's awesome. With. They wanted to do essentially the same thing for uh for glasses, uh, but for, for do the same thing uh, just for the razors. So they went out there and they said, you know what? Men are paying I mean women too, but men are paying too much for razors.
1: Oh yeah. Just ridiculous. Just all the time. You
0: ever priced out like uh I was
1: in Target the other day and I was going through and it crazy. was just
0: it's
1: ridiculous.
0: So these guys They figured out how to do it cheaper, but they also figured out how to do it better. They went and bought a blade factory in Germany that's been making some of the world's uh, highest quality blades for like a century. They cut out the middleman. They don't have to worry about putting these things in stores. You buy it direct from them. And that's the amazing part. You save like, what, 50% or something? And and they have these awesome uh, handles for their razors are, are amazing. They just came out with a new one. Uh, for this, uh, the winner Winston is that what they're calling? I think so. Really cool,
1: and you can have those engraved too. Yeah,
0: I got mine engraved.
1: <sighs> Christmas gift, maybe.
0: It's a perfect time for that. I'll tell uh, you what. Yeah. You, you if you if you if you are a man and you want to buy you yourself a, a gift, if you know a man and you want to buy him a gift,
1: or if you want to know a man,
0: or if you want to be a man,
1: <laughs> there you go. You all know? of those, all
0: of them are covered. Fifteen dollars. They're gonna have to run with, I mean, I'm just an idea guy. They're gonna have to run with <laughs> that. 15 bucks for their starter shave kit. That gives you this awesome razor with the, the weighted handle, three blades, and your choice. They have a shave cream. They also have a new foaming uh, shave gel.
1: They sent you some of that.
0: I used it all. It's all it it smells, used it up.
1: It smells good. Thank you. Smelled it.
0: Thank you. They uh, So they also have an aftershave moisturizer. Shipping is free. Don't, isn't that crazy when you pay more for shipping than, than the actual? I, yeah. <laughs> and they guarantee your satisfaction. Harry's, if you use this special URL, will be giving you five dollars off. So remember when I said it was fifteen bucks? Yeah. It's gonna be less. Go to Harry's dot com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Coupon code is quit, because that's what we used to call this show. Quit. Harry's dot com. Coupon code quit. You will save five dollars off and you will change the way you shave forever.
1: Thanks, that's Harry's. It.
0: Thank you, Harry's. Favorite sound? It's got warm in here.
1: You want me to go turn down?
0: No. Okay. I'm just gonna undo my uh, sleeves, unbutton my sleeves, or roll them up. Look right. like it. You're you ever see? You ever see that when sleeves? You ever see that when uh, sleeves, see that when uh, when, uh, <laughs> when you get the uh, the like the politician who wants to like appear like the common man,
1: right? Like, and he like uh,
0: he'll be in a photo with his sleeves rolled up, like holding a shovel,
1: right? And it's like an Armani, yeah button down yeah and you're like yeah i'm sure
0: almost like on purpose <laughs> so jordan was talking about how we're all entertainers and we are uh in podcasting we're entertainers even if your podcast is about uh you know food microbiology and you know that you're still entertaining people. you still
1: have to be entertaining for people to listen
0: absolutely so anyway i don't i don't know i don't know what why people are opposed to it i want to hear though so, uh, you know what? Oh, see there. Now somebody called back in. See, the, 20, the person who's on hold for 20 minutes, now they dropped off. Now I got two more calls. The Ansible looks beautiful. In the chat room, they're saying, What are you talking about, Ansible?
1: Oh, yeah. You have to, I guess, re explain. Yeah. Maybe they're new, new listeners.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Well, oh, and uh, a huster, a huster is saying that I'm correct about the goatee, that it is just a little.
1: It is. It's the bottom part, but you, I guess you can you can grow. So if somebody has the mustache and uh, the bottom part, I have a goatee and a mustache. Right, is what you would say.
0: Yeah. Anyway the um, the thing that I find uh, that this kind of puzzling about this is why people aren't uh, aren't aren't embracing this more. What are they so worried about? The more places I can get, you know, your dream. And my dream, when I was in uh, in broadcasting uh, college, even though that's not what I wound up getting my major in, was always like, I want, I want, I want to do a radio show. I want to do a radio show, and I want to get as many people in the whole world to listen to it as I can. However, they want to hear it is fine. So. I, I just I'm I'm not confused. I I mean I'm very confused. Explain. I'm not sure why people are against this. Have I been talking about it too long? I just think it's important. No, With I think all it the is attention important. Going into podcasting now there's, you know, a serial is the other thing that people are all talking about this podcast this great new podcast um and people are are just podcasting is if people are talking about it again.
1: Well, and it's it's different because we're kind of on the inside so I want to see what other people have to say about it.
0: I don't know. I I think there's something interesting about the whole advertising uh, gig in podcasting. I want to make this all about podcasting because I've got other topics, but so many people are talking about advertising and podcasting as a way to make money. And it's, you know, you think back to 10 years ago when the first bloggers, people who are blogging full time for the first time, what do you do for a living? I'm a blogger. And now, like, if you say you're a blogger, First of all, nobody, I don't think, would say, I'm a blogger. Like, that was, that was first yeah. of all, first of all, it's like, I'm a blogger. What is blog? What is blogging? What is blog? And then it was like, I'm a blogger. And then there was like, really? You make a living blogging? What? And then it's I like. I should
1: be a blogger. <laughs> right.
0: And then it's like, oh, I'm a blogger. And it's like, well, yeah, so is everyone in this room.
1: And then you can also even go one step further to be like, oh, uh, I'm a blogger. And you're like, oh, my God, that's so five years ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And it really is. And the funny thing about all of this uh, to me is that uh, look at blogging. Do you think, and I mean you, listener, do you think that you could quit your job today and start blogging full time? And when I say blogging full time, okay, here's what I mean. I don't mean going to work as a writer at The Verge. That's not. That's, <laughs> yeah, you're not, that's, a not. blogging.
1: You have a full time journalist job. Right. You are. You are. a journalist. Perhaps
0: a web journalist. Maybe if you right. want to put the. But you're you not know a what? blogger. Pretty soon you won't even have to put the word web in front of it. Journalism will just right. mean will the, just web, be the web. Right. Newspapers are almost gone. But so you would. You you are a journalist, right? The, the, there are very 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 few human beings alive who make their money from what I will call blogging. And what I, what I define as blogging is somebody who says, I have a website. The purpose of the website is for a place for me to post things that I have written. And I am writing essentially by myself. And, uh, and, and this is, this is this website called a blog that I make that I write that I get paid for having advertisements on it.
1: I feel like Nowadays, that's
0: rare. There's dozens of people in the world that are actually right. Able to and do
1: now that. I feel like it's it's more of like, oh, I run a successful food blog or fashion blog, but just blogging about your life and things like that. I feel like things or link blogs now. That's just a that's just a, a website now.
0: Yeah, just a website. And I when I think about that, if you think about how many people do you listener. How many people do you personally know that makes their full-time living from running their own blog? How many people do you know? Because you're going to say, I don't really know any, or I know one. Or I don't know any personally. Right, but but I've heard of one. Of course I know about Jason Kotke. Of course I know about John Gruber. Of course I know about, you know. How many of those people do you personally know? And then ask yourself a second question. How many people do you know personally who are making money from their blog, and again, you heard my definition of blog. I'm not talking about oh, I wrote a piece and, you know, this company is going to publish it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that they do themselves. Okay, you've probably said oh, uh, nobody, or well, I got Google AdSense, I make fifty bucks a month. That is what podcasting is is like or will be like, for most people, and that's perfectly okay uh just like you shouldn't plan to make money from uh going out and uh and and, and fishing and catching a bass right or you,
1: being a painter
0: or being a painter <laughs> for, and you' when you say painter you're not talking about a house painter you're talking about a no
1: no no yeah art,
0: uh, an artist i'm going to create works of art creating works of art is something you would probably do because you love it and if you're creating a work of art with the idea or the concept that you are probably going to make a living doing it
1: then you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah,
0: I mean you might. Right. You, you might, but it's going to be real tough. Just go in tough.
1: knowing that that might not happen. How right. about that? Instead There's of don't do not. it, just go into it knowing full well that it is a very difficult industry.
0: Podcasting is the same thing. And I'll tell you what else. For most of the people that have pod, a podcast or a series of podcasts, they Look at, look at the way that this works. And a lot of people talk about, uh, we, we have a little, uh, a little ad network thing that, that, that we do for podcasts where we sell for our own shows mm-hmm. and a few other shows. We keep it really small uh, because ad sales is difficult. There's very low margins in it. And the only way to win that game, the only way to win the podcast ad sales, sales game. game is through scale. Because the margins are very, very low and the prices that people sponsors are willing to pay for podcasts are rapidly going lower. That doesn't mean you can't podcast and you can't make money or even a living or even have a business doing it. You could. But the chances of you doing that now are even smaller than they were six months ago or a year ago or five years ago. It's not like the door has closed. Cyril is a great example. Yeah. The door is absolutely not closed. You just need to be that much more awesome. And if you're that much more awesome, yes, you will make just like the people who are making money from running a blog full time. These people are doing a newsletter, whatever. These people are phenomenal at what they do and they've been doing it for a long time. That does not mean you couldn't start a new website or blog today and build it up and make money doing it. Absolutely you could. It, it, but the chances of you doing that and building it up to where you need to build it up to today, you—the odds are against you. That's the reality, and it's the same thing with podcasts. And it's—it's getting—it's getting even more because every new podcast that comes out takes a little bit of attention away from that other from podcast, from the next door neighbor, yeah, including yours. So if. You have a really great idea for a podcast. Yes, go do it. Put it out there. You could be the next This American Life, right? You could be the yeah. the, the next hypercritical. You could be the next Roderick on the line. Chances are you won't. But you could be. But the fact is... Go into is,
1: it being passionate, and maybe you will.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. But that has to be your reason. And I right. tell you what, I feel really bad for people who today, now... With the advertising climate that we have right now, oh yeah, see, sponsors have figured out that podcast advertising is awesome. It's way better than web advertising. It's so
1: personal, like way oh better my than gosh. web
0: advertising. It's not. There's not even a comparison.
1: I feel like people have filtered out web advertising now. Like when I see uh, a, an ad for something, it's almost like a little blank area on the on a site now. I just don't even. I my eyes can filter it out, but right. listening is such a personal experience, and to hear someone that you like talking about something and telling you that you might like this thing, I like it. Right? Then of course you're gonna go yeah, and because use it becomes this. your
0: friend. We've talked about the whole friendship yeah. thing. It works so well, and sponsors realize this, but they also realize that there are a lot of podcasts out there. There are a whole lot of podcasts out there. And they're going to try them all. Even the the ones that they know that work for them, Mac Power users. They know that show is going to work because it's an awesome show and it's proven itself.
1: Yep. Back uh, back to work. Back Power users. Back
0: back Power users. Really
1: learn to use your back.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, back to work. Another show that that sponsors have uh, always come back to. And those shows, we always have no problem booking them because... They've proven themselves, and they're different. Uh, But starting new shows, we've started lots of new shows that have just flat out not worked.
1: Oh, yeah. Things that you think would work beautifully, and they just didn't.
0: For one reason or another, they don't work. And, you know, you never know. It's always an experiment. We are, we are, we, I say we, it's, you know, it's me, um, I'm, I'm going to be changing a huge part of the lineup for five by five, uh, starting in the beginning of the year. A lot of shows, uh, we're, we're launching a few more new shows. Uh, we're also canceling a bunch of shows Yeah, and that really sucks because they're shows that just, that don't make money or that haven't picked up the audience or both. Um, And it's, we spend, Hattie especially spends so much time selling and selling and selling. It's it's hard work. And it's, there's a lot, there's a lot to the process that it takes before I say, oh, let me tell you about our next sponsor. It's uh, Audible. That right there to be able to do that, to be able to say those words, months of time and many, 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 many hours of hard work have gone into the ability for me to Say those words to you. Yep. The days of sponsors just coming to you and throwing money right. at you are just over. Just leaving
1: your door open and oh, oh, you want a sponsor? Great.
0: Yeah. This I mean, we definitely good. have inbound requests all Lots. the time, but it's not. It, it it's it's it, not like it used to. Be, it's though. not like it used it's to. Different. We, we got to go out there and work hard, don't we? Yeah. And uh, I don't and mind that. No, you don't mind that. You do a great job, and and it, but the fact is, so then you have the company, and like we were talking about before. Like, we have our little uh, little ad sales uh, thing, Archer Avenue, but we're only selling for very, very few. We sell for our shows and then a very few other ones. But a, a company like the Midroll is doing this at scale. They're selling for any show that has a decent size audience. They will sell for them because mm-hmm. they know that the, the 20% that they're probably going to take off the top of that show, maybe it's more. I don't know. I'm just guessing 20. Maybe it's 40. Maybe they're splitting it 50-50. Yep. I don't know. Whatever percentage they're taking, let's let's call it 30, 20 to 30 percent, they're taking that away. Well, if they're selling these shows at a 15 CPM, which is low for a podcast, yep. but quickly, quickly becoming the standard, yeah. unfortunately, uh, then they're going to go out there and they're going to say, yeah, we can just get a 15 CPM for this. They're, they're taking their 20, 30, whatever percent, maybe 50 percent. And uh, I guess it would depend on if they produce the show or not. You know, there's a lot of mitigating factors in there. So the podcaster who's got 5,000 downloads... Hattie, could you tell me what is a 15 CPM on a show with 5,000 downloads? Could you quickly Uh, compute that for me?
1: 5,000 downloads, 15 CPM. That is going to be...
0: Because I can't do that
1: math.
0: $75. Okay. Of which they will make (laughs) somewhere between... Uh, 50, 50 and 70% yeah. Off. And if they have three spots, okay, you're, you're not paying your mortgage with this.
1: Okay. Uh, someone in the chat room, uh, super lag said that John Lee Dumas said that, uh, Dumas Dumas said that mid share is 20 to 25%.
0: Okay. So that's pretty much what, what we're we doing. That's right. Right. What I was thinking. 20 to 30%. That winds up at 25. So very reasonable. But mid-roll is also not going to make a lot of money off of 25% of a $75 a spot show unless they do it at scale. That means as many podcasts as possible, as many sponsors as possible, as many spot all of that. It's like
1: owning a dollar store. Correct. Sell a lot of stuff
0: for a dollar. You've got to do it like that. You've got to do that. So that's tough to do. Right, it's tough to do. Yeah. Uh, So you know, you have to have a really, really great team like like I have. You've got to be producing really, really great shows, and I'll tell you the trap that I fell into.
1: Don't fall into a trap.
0: Well, the whole reason, you know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you more in more detail uh, why I even started a, a podcast network. And the reason I feel like this is relevant, by the way, it is, is because relevant. this is all about business. This is all about careers. It's all about making decisions and stuff.
1: Well, and especially since everyone's doing this right now. It's not right just about now.
0: podcasting. That's just the subtext. Right. Uh, Super Lag says, uh, he said that Midroll handles everything. They get the sponsors. They vet all the stats for the podcast and sponsor knows what they're getting, what they're paying for it. We, we also do that. Yep. We wrote FeedLayer to handle all the stats.
1: We have the portal and
0: yeah. You know, so else. the sponsors who sponsor our shows have a login. They go in. They get to click play. It takes them right to the spot on their show. They see the stats. They see all of that stuff. Yep. And we do everything. We Hattie writes all the scripts herself. Yeah. And uh, delivers them to all of the hosts on a one, one-on-one basis. All of this is stuff that we've been doing since 2009. Long time. So, uh, it's, you know, it's a lot of work. And, uh, again, you know, I think, I think twenty thirty 30%, 50%, depending on how much of the production is there. I think all of that is, is fair. Uh, and it, but it's just keep in mind, it's a lot of work, but I'll tell you why I started five by five in the first place. It's not why you think, but before I do that, I would like to say thanks to our next sponsor. It's audible. You know how much work went into me being able to say that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Audible yeah. is the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment, information, and educational programming. And they're great. It's as, as simple as could be. You want an audiobook, You download it through their service. You play it back on your phone, your device, your PC, your Mac. They are the best solution for digital audiobooks. They have more than 150,000 titles to choose from. Nonfiction. People always think it's just fiction. It's nonfiction too. Bestsellers, every category. Tons of exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. And the apps are free. Free app for your iPhone, iPad, Android, Windows phone, you name it. You download it and you listen. On all of these devices... But unlike streaming or rental service, like the ones we were talking about before, with Audible you own your books; they're yours. You can get them anytime, anywhere, right from your phone, wherever, and you keep them. They've got really cool stuff. Thirty second rewind. I found out about this That's when I was uh, yeah I was I was driving uh, around uh, on we went on this uh, crazy vacation, and so as I was driving out there. You know, sometimes you, you realize that, like, you, just, you zone out a little bit on the road, and you're like, wait a minute, I just missed something. You're like, who's the 30-second rewind, <laughs> boom. Took you right back. That Little things like that show that they understand the listener. They understand how people are listening. So they've got, a, uh, they, they've got tons of really great offers going on right now. Free books. And this is the thing. When you go and you sign up, you're going to get a free book. That is really free. That is a free book. Yep. It's yours to keep whether you stick with the service or not. You get a free 30-day trial membership, okay? And the URL that you want to go to to do that is audiblepodcast.com slash grit. Audiblepodcast.com slash grit. Go to it. Go to it. Choose your book from over 150,000 titles. Download it for free and start listening. Thanks again to audible.com. And that's audiblepodcast.com slash grit. Support the show.
1: Get a free book, 30-day
0: trial. So the reason that I started 5 by 5 is not why you might think, good, we got some nice calls. Yay. We'll get to them right after Talk this little, little story. I had a couple of podcasts at the time. I was thrilled to do them. And they had a great audience and they were wonderful. And every time that I started a podcast, I would work really, really hard on it, along with the other ones. I was doing the recording, I was doing the editing, I was doing the ad sales, I was doing the promotion, I was building the little websites for each of those. And I realized, man, that's a lot of work. If I could make one site to hold all these podcasts, all the great shows, (laughs) then I would do that. I could make that repository, that website that had all of them. So I I did that, and I called it 5 by 5 and I put them there. But why did I do more shows than that? I needed the money, and here's what I mean. I had already made that commitment to going full-time.
1: Right. You were doing your shows.
0: I was doing my shows, but I was in that really, really tricky part of I have more work than I can do, but I can't afford to hire someone to help me. Right. And I made this realization that I think many independent business people make which is they figure out where their value is. And my value was not writing code, like building the CMS and stuff like that. My value was certainly not editing the shows because although it is easy, and listen to the word, easy to edit a podcast, it is hard to master podcast editing. You have to invest a lot of time to do it really well or a lot of money and really great tools and plugins to help you do it really well or both. I needed the money because I wanted to hire someone to do the editing for me because I realized that my value was in doing the shows or maybe doing the ad sales because I'm good at that. You're very good at that. Thank you. That's where my best value is. It's not writing code. It's not doing design, although I'm competent at both of those things. It was not doing that. It's not where my best value is. My best value was also uh, not in editing editing. Because there are people who can do it much better and much faster and create a much better end result than I could, can or could. So I needed the money. So what, why did that why? Well, I said, "You know what? I would do an interview with somebody or I would talk to somebody, and I'd say, "You know what? This person was great. They had so much to say. We had really good on-air chemistry. You know what?" I want to do a show with that person. And I would talk to the person. I'd say, do you, let's do a show. And they would say, no, nah, or they would say, yeah. And <laughs> eventually uh, we would wind up doing a show. And then I had lots of these shows that were going on at once. I was doing too many shows. And I was doing it, if you can understand this, because as I mentioned earlier in the show, it was very, very hard uh, to, um, to, to to build up a show past a certain point. So, for example, let's say that that point is 15,000 downloads. It might be, and I'm doing a little air quotes, it's easy <laughs> to get a show up to 15,000 downloads. It's not really, but let's say. It's easy to get that many downloads. Sponsors don't even care about you unless you get 40,000, 30,000, 40,000 down, yeah. downloads. So to get a show to that point, that's very, very hard because you kind of plateau at these different points. and You can't figure out why. So I needed this money because I wanted to hire someone to help me.
1: To help you do the shows that you were doing. (laughs) To help me do the shows that I was
0: already doing. But the only way I could afford to pay them is if I did more shows. Because I knew if I did another show, then that show would get to 15,000 downloads. Yep. I could sell these three shows together as a package. And then I'd have... I I wanted the money so that I could hire the the person to do the editing. So then I could do more shows.
1: (laughs) You're in a full circle.
0: So... You know, for me, 5x5 was a way of putting all the shows that I was doing together, but then it quickly changed because I realized, wow, I've built a platform here that's not just a hosting platform, but an actual platform that allows people to get their content out there and show up and be awesome for an hour every week and not have to worry about anything else. Because if a show's on 5x5, with just a couple of exceptions – that means that we do all of the editing, we do all we do all of the hosting. Uh, but there's a couple shows where they edit; they still edit themselves because they want to. Uh, they but have we, their system down. In many cases, we record the show here, even though the people are not necessarily here in Austin. Uh, we'll we'll bring them in and record them. Amplified, for example, in Beta is another mm-hmm. example. There's a handful of them. We will do that because we. We, you know, we want to ensure quality. We want to take the burden off of the podcast host and make it easy so they can just show up and then there's their show. Perfect. Right. But there's a lot of work that goes into that. That needs a lot of people. Yeah. And every single host, every single host has a great show and every single host believes that their show is great or else why would they do it? And every single one of them deserves our individual attention even if it's just hey how's the show going what can we do to help what do you think of this oh have you tried this new mic are you going to talk about this cool new thing whatever and we have so much that we could do better so much cross promotion and things like that that, that we should be doing better there's so much to do better but there's still so much to do yeah and you know so when you look at when you look at a company like the midroll that's that will succeed because they are doing this well and they're doing it at scale because of their size and by the way, I just saw another, another one of those calls drop off and I'm, I'm looking at, tisk, tisk. I'm, I'm taking a screenshot and I knew, I know what your number is. <laughs> okay. And it's going in your permanent file. Oh, so a Huster says, I didn't realize you guys edited some of the other shows. We edit almost all. It's, yeah.
1: The majority. Which one say. don't we edit? Um, I know on the grid still edits their show for now, for now. Right. Uh, yeah, you hear that Andy. um mm. <laughs> who else um oh my see, it's hard to even I think homework also edits themselves I think so, right for your life edits for themselves,
0: and that's about it.
1: I think that is it.
0: That means that we edit all tech douchebags
1: of, that's the other one,
0: yeah, because he does he does he, does he, lots he edits of, for content right, as well, yep, and he's very personally attached to those shows,
1: but literally, I think that may be all of them.
0: So it's, yeah. And we record many of them.
1: Yeah. We, you know, Jim Dowermple is not here in studio, uh, but he, he and Sean, uh, we connect them over Skype. Yeah. We get them over Skype. We record them here. here. We We just recorded in beta. Um, So anyway, web ahead, all those, all those.
0: And of course, oh, all the gracious. shows, all the shows that I'm on, of course. But yeah, we do that because we're a platform for those people. Yeah. That's the value of it. Um, and
1: we want to be able to help them even more. Yeah. But we need more people. Right. <laughs> it's it's uh, the endless, endless cycle.
0: But it's, you know, it's one of those things that, that I, I guess a lot of people don't realize what goes into this. Uh, at some point, Hattie, maybe next episode, you can tell. I'll make a note. You can, you can walk people through what the sponsorship process is like because it's actually really involved and really that interesting. That would be interesting. It's not like, well, here's an email and a check. No.
1: Right. And it's not, all, you know, it's not always what you think. Like, oh, I'm going to join 5x5, and the first day I'm going to have five sponsors, and I'm, the checks are going to come in. No. There's a lot more to it, and I would love to talk about that sometime.
0: We should definitely do that. Super lag, I'll get to your question in a second. I just think, you know, all of this shows that this is this is a real industry, this is a real business, and these are the kind of problems that it's people... It's evolving. Yeah, it's evolving in a big way. And uh, what I will say is, I feel very bad for people who are starting out in this business now, thinking that they will be able to... Uh, to go, That they're going into it to make money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I went into this because I figured, and I've said this story so many times... Uh, I read I, I had been podcasting already, and the shows were making a little money. It was like hobby money, but I was doing it as a hobby, and that was great and uh, and and I remember reading an article this is after I was completely burnt out after my second stint as a as a cto in a company, completely burnt out on that life, going back and forth to San Francisco and running in big teams and everything else it's terrible for me so uh, I would like it now though now i 'd be good at it and uh, and then i I said, uh, you know, I want to. I want to see if I can do this thing like full time because I read this amazing article that talked about Leo Laporte and Twit. I was a big Twit listener, and uh, and you know, it said at the time, true or not? I'm assuming it's true. He was making 1.5 million dollars in revenue. It's not profit. It's revenue, right? But I knew that my overhead would be much less: couple computers, microphone, mixer, spare bedroom. If he and could, you
1: didn't have employees,
0: right? Just you. And with with my passion for broadcasting, notice I didn't say tech. Right. Because we are broadcasters. We are entertainers. Uh, my passion for broadcasting and my, my lifelong interest and profession in technology, I thought, you know what? I could probably do a pretty good job of, of doing these kinds of shows that people seem to like, that I love to do and do the thing that I've always wanted to do my entire life, and that is essentially do talk radio. The thing that I would basically kill to be able to do, here is an opportunity for me to try it. And I took the chance to do it, and I said, it's because if Leo can make $1.5 million in revenue, I I can probably do my mortgage and my car payment because I know and I have absolute confidence that I can do this. And You know what? For the first time, I was right. For the first time, I was right that I thought I could do something I could actually do. Maybe it's because I've always loved it. Maybe it's because right, uh, you
1: went into it with a passion.
0: Maybe, maybe it was that plus circumstances that everything was just lined up. Who knows? Uh, but it's it's every day is a, ch- a huge challenge to do this, and I feel real bad for people who are going into it now, thinking, "Oh, I'm going to make some money doing this. I'm going to I'm going to quit my job to do this." And that's not a veiled reference to to Mike Hurley. I, like I said, I think he'll be fine. But for people who are out there thinking, oh, I'm going to get into podcasting so this I can is, get rich, I'm, I'm going to make some money doing this. I'm going to start and a network. Famous. I think starting a network in 2014 uh, is uh, is not the best idea because there are networks out there. This is that the can, hardest
1: time to do this yeah, right now.
0: <laughs> I think the networks that are out there are better able to support you. You know, and it's funny because people say, well, it's easier than ever to start your own podcast. Go use, set up a Squarespace site, a WordPress site, publish the thing to SoundCloud. You don't even need a site. All of those are true. Throw into the mix Spotify and Stitcher and I, all those. And what you have is a recipe for getting yourself and your content out there in front of a whole lot of people. And that's fine. But I remember, how did you remember when, what was it with the, the Dallas podcast festival thing where oh, this, yeah. this one guy stood up? He seemed like a nice guy too. He stood up and he asked a question and his question was to the, the guys that were doing, this was on like podcasts and podcast networks and our networks a good idea or a bad idea? And they had invited me to speak and I said, I don't want to get into it. And uh, this guy stood up and says, we're about to launch a brand new podcast network. And we have, I, it was like 18 shows or something. And like, no offense, this guy could have been yeah. the next Howard Stern, right? Right. But I yeah we don't ne- rule that out. I'd never heard of him, which means absolutely nothing because there's a lot of people I haven't heard of. But like I'd never heard of him, and he was launching a new podcast network with 18 shows. Yeah, and I remember like the but people- that was his
1: beginning goal. Right. I want a network with a lot of shows. Right, and
0: I remember thinking to myself, why does he want a network? You why know? is that fun? Like I started the network or I hate this word organically based on <laughs> uh, based on you know. I spent time with people on the air and we had chemistry and we talked about it and decided maybe we should try a new show and we would try a new show. And meanwhile, I wanted to hire someone to do the editing and I could do that if we made a little more money and, uh, and wow, now we can do it. And now. I can make the shows that I do better because I've got a guy editing the shows for me. Right. So now instead of being like, Oh my, I can do an extra show a week or I can spend an extra hour in preparation for this interview that I'm going to do on Thursday because I don't have to edit anymore. And now I got to that point and, and we, we grew from there and it was very exciting. But like, I never started out saying I'm going to build a giant podcast network with lots of things. Never, 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 never would I have ever planned to or tried to do that. It just, it, and, and not that it is this gigantic thing people, again, we've said that, it, but, you know, it, for me personally, I'm doing, I'm trying to do a different kind of, uh, a different kind of show. And we can, we can talk about that, uh, a little bit. A Huster says, do you think it's even worthwhile to start a podcast to try to make money versus uh, just doing it for fun? Uh, no, no, uh, I, I, I don't. <laughs>
1: This is the wrong time to be making money as a podcaster or to think that you'll be making money as a podcaster, I think. I think that maybe two, two years, maybe even up to just earlier this January would have been great. But after that, it's just this is one of the hardest times. Just trust us. I'm not steering you wrong. This just unless you're going into it just being like, I just want to have a fun conversation with my friends and I want it recorded. Cool, and we're going to share it with some people and see if they like it too. I'm not trying to do anything, you know, huge. I'm not trying to be the next, you know, Leo Laporte. I'm just talking, just hanging out, just doing... Yes, do a podcast. But if you're like, I'm going to quit my job and do a podcast full-time right now, and I've never podcasted before. I come from, you know, just... I'm a, a real estate agent. Like, maybe not. Maybe not, but there's... But there's always that chance that you will be. So try you can it. totally ignore the thing is, me. I'm it's, just.
0: It's fun. So try it. Do right. it. Get a microphone, make a show, put it out there, see if the world likes it. If they do, get more serious about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Say, maybe, maybe I really could do something here. But the idea of going into this, even people who already have a following are, 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 have a, a just as big of a challenge to, uh, to do a podcast. Yep. Go ahead, caller. Hello? Yeah, Hello. Go, go ahead, caller.
2: Hi, this is Mike.
0: Hey, what's up? Not
2: much. Um, well, uh, I, I think I missed a little bit of your conversation, but um, I'm trying to start a podcast
0: network. Um, Why? Why a network? I have a, Why not just one show that's well, amazing?
2: Well, I have one show. Um, I don't know if it's amazing. It does okay. What um, is it? Wait,
0: wait, wait. But really wait, what? Wait, wait. What is does what, Okay.
2: Um, I'm getting about a hundred downloads.
0: It does okay in the sense of what? Like when you say it does okay, you mean you're happy with the number of downloads that you're getting. Right. Okay. What are your goals for the show?
2: Um, really my goal is to, um, just have fun with it. Um, keep doing it as long as I enjoy doing it.
0: Okay. So why do you want to start a network though?
2: Well, I want to help other people do the same thing.
0: Okay. Um so what's your plan for for this? Like you would you would edit, you would rec- you would help them record, you would edit their shows, you would post them on a website, you would try and get them sponsors like that?
2: Well, it's really it. what I want to do is kind of give people a place to experiment and, and try out podcasting and then if they get to a certain size and, you know, they're basically about growing this network for fun, then, you know, you start looking at, okay, let's move to another network or, um, you know, go independent or something like that.
0: And how would your network help them start that they couldn't do with like a Squarespace?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, if, if you're, you know, in the podcasting world, if you're already technically on third base, with the ability to do all those things, squarespace, register domain twitter all that stuff then then there's nothing I can offer you but for I think most most people they just don't have the ability to do those certain things they don't know they don't even have the uh, Know how how to record a podcast, and, and you know we say you and I say, "Oh, that's easy. Open up program, you hit record." But I think for a lot of people, you know, they're they're still not even that bad when it comes to publishing a podcast.
0: No, I hear In that. The ball analogy. I hear that. Well, you know, a lot of people have have uh, jokingly said that five by five is sort of a podcast incubator because. Uh, you know, people come on, they do a show here and then they leave and they go somewhere else. Um, and I've (laughs) said, I've said multiple times, like that's totally, you know, I think of us now, other than the shows that I do personally, I think of us as more like a record label than a, uh, than a, than a network. Because what we do is we help produce great shows. The company name is five by five productions. We're like a production company, you know, we're like a production house. We're like a record label. We're, we're, we're helping people who've got something fun and interesting to say, do it for as long as they want to do it. So, you know, when people, and uh, you know, Marco is a good example of this. He did his show. And when he felt the show was done, he came to me and said, I think the show's done. I feel like I've said everything in this, in the context of the show that I want to do. And I, I think I might want to do something on my own. And he figured out what to do and how to do it. And he went out and did it. He's got, he's got a lot of advantages because he'd already been podcasting for years. And he had some really great successes under his belt. And he had a really great following. But he had to go out and do a good show too. He couldn't ride on that stuff. You know, so he went out and he did it on his own. And I hear what you're saying is not everyone can, can be like a tech uh, person. So it's inter- we, we need, but you know, anybody can go onto YouTube and upload a video. We need that for podcasts, but the trouble there is going to be, how do you, how do you weed through it? How do you find what's good and what's not good? You know, then you get a site like devour.com, which finds the best YouTube videos. I don't go to YouTube to look for videos. I go to devour. Yeah. So I just think, I think, I mean, I'm not saying don't do your network. I think you should totally do it, but I think your show, which we should be cross-posting for you, by the way, could grow and build that show up. Let's get, let's help you get that show to 5,000 downloads. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do. Let's get that there. Then you, then you go out and you share it to everybody. But I understand what you're saying about the success is just, is breaking even. And that's, that's a, that's a decent measure of, of success. But like, if I'm going to hook up with somebody, I want them, I want them to be doing something that I want to be doing. So like, if I was going to hook up with somebody else to do something, I want to be like, wow, they're where I want to be. You know what I mean? They're where Mm -hmm. I would like to be. They're getting a million downloads an episode how do I get my show that I do on five by five to a million downloads an episode? That's what I want. You know, it has to be bigger and better. You want to, you want to, you want to carry people with you anyway. I don't know. I like your show. Thanks. I like some of your shows too. Thanks. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do?
2: Well, I don't know. I've um, actually got a, a hangout with some of the Jackals tomorrow, um, and I was going to kind of run this by them and see what they thought. A few of them have talked about wanting to start something. I haven't gotten anybody nailed down, but you know,
0: I'm just going to see what comes out of that. Well, you know, don't don't be discouraged by what I'm saying because I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying it like
1: you. Go into it knowing, like we said about the painting. Go into it knowing that this might be very difficult, but it could also turn out to be very difficult and be a huge success for you.
0: It's a lot of work. Just be prepared.
1: Be prepared. A lot of work. Like every day, Dan. How many hours do we work a day?
0: Oh, I'm in here at seven forty-five every morning. I usually leave at six thirty. Eight
1: eight thirty, and. We're here till yeah, till like. And like, I don't
0: stop working at home. No,
1: we barely have time to go to lunch, and that's it. That's two people plus. But you know, plus Hattie, it, was, it was
0: like this way before you started. You've been here, oh yeah, two yeah, and a yeah. How can I talk? No, no, that? no I, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like when I first started doing this thing, I can't
1: believe you're doing all series. Is that your
0: crazy? Stuff. That Edi- editing the shows, publishing the shows, building the website, all of this stuff. It's a crazy, crazy ton amount of work. It's worth it. And if you love it, it's fun, but just it's, it's, it's so much work. But I want you to do it. Let's get your show up to, to a few thousand downloads. That's my, see, that's my goal. That's what I want you to be your goal. I want you to get thousands of downloads per episode. That would be pretty awesome. That would be awesome. Let me cross post it for you. Okay, I mean it's about jackals, right? So we'll cross-post it on there. Get get some thousands of listeners.
2: That would be that would be great. That would help me get the, get some more people to interview as well.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Get some get some you people. Know how
2: it is pinned down a jackal.
0: I know. I do. It's impossible.
1: <laughs> They're roaming the you know the fields. Trying to look for small animals all the time.
0: Right. It's tough work.
2: All right. So, am I emailing you?
0: Yeah, you can email me. All right. I will do that. You just, I, I mean, this is the thing. It's, I don't know how to say this clearly enough. I just, I think you've got to get. The thing that you have big, you make that thing big. I know you, you, your, your level of success is I had fun doing it. Some people listen to it. I think you should set your, your goals even higher. I think you should get your, you set your goals really high. Set them really high. Say, I want 5,000 listeners. Maybe that's too high, but why? Why not shoot at that? Don't don't wait to do the other stuff you want to do to you get there. You know what I mean. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let, yeah. Email me. All right, I will do that. All right. Bye. Bye.
1: He he sounds sad.
0: He sounded sad from the beginning.
1: That's true. Maybe it's his conscience knowing how much, how hard this is going to be. <laughs>
0: yeah. We've we really been on for an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to edit this show for content, Hattie. You might. I'm going to have to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just release it. It's extra. People like extra.
0: Let me tell you about MailChimp. MailChimp.com means easy email newsletters. We use them here. We've used them here for years because they're the best. They help you design email newsletters. They help you share them on social networks. They help you integrate with services you already use. You get to track your results. It's your own email publishing platform, and it's awesome. You get to customize your newsletter uh, to match your your brand. It hooks up to your website seamlessly. It hooks up to Facebook. Oh, you're standing there at the trade show? You want to get people to sign up for the newsletter? You do it right there. Built in. iPad app for it. They got this cool new thing called MailChimp Snap just launched. It's like an app for retailers, but it's great for anybody who wants to send quick photo-based emails. I've been using this on my phone. It is really cool. I mean, there's never been a better time to sign up for these guys. They've still got this great program going on. It's called the Entrepreneur Plan. You can send 12,000 emails per month to up to 2,000 subscribers. It's free. It's free. We've got a little thing called RSS email where we build a template and then whenever we publish a new show, could be a blog post if we were a blogger, right? All you basically have to do is publish something, MailChimp will find it at the interval you set, could be a day, could be a week, could be a month, and it'll pull everything that's new from that RSS feed, turn it into a newsletter, boom, send it off it's automated it's amazing tons of stuff like this is built into mailchimp so go to mailchimp.com/5x5 to found out, find out about that entrepreneur plan and doing so will help support the show mailchimp one of our longest supporters thank you very much to mailchimp for uh, for supporting 5x5 super lag is saying are right, we going to blow him off what is he what is super lag asking i
1: think he's probably on hold
0: no they all dropped off cuz that last call was so long <laughs> I'm gonna have to trim some stuff from this show. I gotta, I gotta get back down an hour. He Why? asked something. Okay, here he is. Hold on, hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through this long, wonderfully long chat. Where's Superlag? Superlag, ask your question again. I can't find it. The chat room scrolled way past it. Okay, here he says, okay, shoot me down. Give me a dose of reality. I've got thick skin. I can handle it. If I think talking about my criminal past and what I've done to turn my life around might help someone else do the same, what's the best way to get that out? So Superlag wants to talk about his criminal past and how he's turned his life around.
1: I picture him like a jewel thief.
0: A jewel, th- like a cat Ooh, burglar? Yeah, yeah.
1: With like the, the black beanie yeah. on and the, the mask.
0: Like the beret, Elijah. you mean?
1: No, Like no. you'd be French? No, no, no. Not like a French, no. Just like with the beanie on. What beanie? See, my mic is quiet again.
0: I think you're doing something weird over with there. With my voice? I think you're, you are have a electrostatic charge or something. No. Your it's hair Jared. is standing, like your hair is standing up like that. My a, hair does do that. It's weird. And
1: sometimes it'll reach towards the wall, but.
0: Yeah, it is quiet. I don't know. Oh, well. One pardon granted, one pending. Three years in prison. Credit card fraud. That's what he did. Credit card fraud. Well...
1: I would say make your own kind of mini NPR story about yeah, your life. That would be exactly awesome. That's exactly what I was
0: going to say, And Addie. record
1: it and edit it down and do sound effects. Do all of it. I think that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I think like, that make would make be- Like, make it re- like a story. Make a story. Do it as a story. Do it as a podcast. Do it as an audio podcast.
1: and Invite people to do the same. Yeah. It could be a, it could be like the crime podcast.
0: It could be the crime podcast network, Hattie, Think bigger.
1: Each show is de- uh, dedicated to a certain type of crime and people come on and tell about what they did, their story and how they've changed. That's the thing. You have to have changed. You can't still be.
0: He could take calls and he could get anonymous. people who are, who are anonymous and who have like and trying to, to give changer. up their, yeah, and trying to give up their career. Crime.
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. I'd listen to that show.
0: I mean, we're just idea people are he's going to have yeah. to run with it, but I think that's what I would do. Make a crime network of podcast. A podcast crime network. Not to commit crimes, but to help people from stopping it to commit crimes.
1: Right. You could be doing, you know, your city or their city a service.
0: And it's amazing. And then they could franchise it out to lots of different cities.
1: I'm already thinking about the podcast art that that could go along with that. The
0: it's podcast so- the podcast ex criminal crime show, New York. And right, you and one, you do the little LA. tack
1: on, right? Uh huh.
0: Austin, and then you do the little, yeah. I like that. Let's see. This is when when we talk about thinking big. That's a podcast network. Yeah. Yeah your 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 audio got really quiet. Yeah,
1: really quiet. I'm trying to be really loud, and nothing happens, and it's okay. I think it's Discord. Oh well.
0: Mikey Mikey R says, "I want to hear the story uh, and hear about coming out of prison and dealing with life afterwards." Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I want the whole story, not just. This is what happened when I got caught. Like, tell the story. The Inter-
0: interview thing. your victims. Make Apologize it them on the air.
1: Yeah. Make it personal and passionate.
0: Anyway, I think it, I think it's a good idea. He's gonna have to run with that. Podcast networks. The thing that I'm working on though is uh, is the thing I've wanted to do for a long, long, long time. You're narrowing down. I'm still doing radar. I'm still gonna be doing radar. Yep. Still doing the shows that I'm currently doing. But this is the thing I've been working on for a very, very long time. Building
1: Frequency too.
0: Yep. But I feel like this is something that would, you know, because 5x5, I hope it's around forever. But the show that I'm working on now, which will be on 5x5, is a show that I will uh, do for the rest of my life in one form or another, even if it's just me talking to a bunch of uh, uh, stray cats. Not the band. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I super like, you've got to do this. God, I would, I would produce that, super lag. If it was good, are you any good? Like, do you have a good voice? Can you, can you, can you spin a story? That'd be a fun show, wouldn't it?
1: That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. All right, we got to wrap this thing up. Too long. I'm going to have to go in. I hate editing for content.
1: Then don't. No,
0: I've got to. It's did too- you do
1: all three sponsors?
0: Yeah, I did everything.
1: See, then you're fine. No, I'm
0: going to edit it down. i got to edit it down.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Well, listen. You want to support this show and the other stuff that we're doing, go to patreon.com slash 5x5. Every little bit helps. We're very near our uh, our next goal. And uh, and we need your support to get there. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash 5x5. Thanks to our sponsors. Hattie is on Twitter. Hattie Bird. H-A-D-D-I-E. Bird. Bird. I'm Dan Benjamin on Twitter.
1: Everybody else?
0: Yep, except, uh, except GitHub, GitHub, where I'm down
1: I almost said like Grithub <laughs>
0: Alright everybody, thanks for tuning in And we'll be back uh, next week
1: Thank you